Previously on The Mortal Path. It's difficult to tell how long ago it happened. It certainly doesn't look recent, but you couldn't really put how long ago it happened. Don't worry, I'll I'll take the lead. I've I've been in situations like this before. Well, I'd rather we found it first rather than it finding us. I agree with Taro. Oh, that's weird to say. I'm sorry. I I thought it was the floor. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. Shh. Sorry. So it's like it sort of began decaying and then got frozen. Yeah. Blood sniffer over here. What the fuck? (laughs) Guys, we're in Innsmouth. You're in where? Is that like Portsmouth? No, Yubi, no. Yeah, there's just big bottles full of blood. Just, just. It's for use of a stock. Excellent. I pick one up and take a glug. No. Let's all chug on some blood, everyone. Everyone grabs oh a bottle full of blood and we all just chug together. <laughs> it's a blood chuggers. Blood chuggers. Oh, no. we've got a team name. Do you know what it might be? It, it's a hat, Nat. This This seems to chill your beverages. Oh, blimey, that, that wouldn't be a bad thing at all, would it? It's chilling. I would like to pull one of the whiter uh, shades of pale of fabric out of it, uh, throw it over my head and go, woo! Nice. The second door on the left up there, there's something scraping in there or moving. I, I want Findex to close the door. But Tara, as you peer into this room, this room looks weird. And the first thing that catches your eye is that there is this long curtain and it kind of ripples somewhere in the middle. Get behind me. I'm, I'm going in. A hand comes out round from the middle of the curtain and you see the face of your father and he looks up at you and he goes, Gertrude, and he starts to walk towards you. elderly gentleman who looks kind of worn and lost and confused and exhausted stagger out behind it and looking up goes Gertrude Gertrude is that you uh, dad it's 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 not Gertrude it's it's Natalia are you are you okay oh, of course Natalia sorry I I'm so lost I'm. S- where am I? Where are we? I. I don't. Re- what, what happened? What can you. What can you remember? And I, I. I put down like my sword a bit and go forward to hug him. Okay. Uh, he has taken a couple of steps forward, and Taro, and Nerium, you can see him. He is there, and you can see him. I would like to do whatever check I need to because I saw somebody from my past not that long ago and they turned into a big pile of dead rats. Okay. So I don't know if I think he's there. Okay, you can... What What would you think he might be? Are you looking to see if he's going to explode into dead rats or are yes. you looking to see if he's going to be like one of the horses or goats that Taro and Natalia can make? No, I don't think... I, I'm not getting a horses or goats feel from him so much as a about to turn into a pile of dead rats. Okay, make me an intelligence check. Make me a dead rat check. <laughs> you, you carefully rub the man's body to check the dead rats. <laughs> well, you know what? With an eight, maybe I do... 
this doesn't feel right. Why is he here? Why is he in this room? A, who is Gertrude? And why is Natalia, who is your, maybe your most level-headed member of the group, just going blindly towards him? But you, he seems real. He seems like he's there. You don't have any indication that there's anything particularly wrong except for how out of place it feels. Great. Good. Wait, wait. Nat, you do hugs? What? As you say that, he wraps his arms around you and he just like holds on to you. Okay, I hug back. Okay. You guys, are you in the room or are you still outside the room? I think we're still outside. Well, I am. What is your passive perception? Me? 12. So, Nerium, as you're thinking all of this, Taro, you looking into the room, you see Natalia wrap her arms around this man. And as you look at him... They look similar. You can see the facial similarities. Like you can see like the same angle of the cheekbones, the same nose on them. Um, and you see him holding her back. And you see just beyond them on the wall of the room is a mirror. And it's quite a small one. And it, and it looks a little bit tarnished and a little bit old. But two things catch your attention. One, you can't see anything hugging Nat from that angle. Nat's just hugging air. And second, you can see a figure of a person standing in the room where there isn't anyone. And this person is, they look like they're tall. They look like they have dark hair, but the shadows in the room from the candlelight, which are flickering as Natalia is holding it in this hug, make it really difficult to make out any features or anything. But this face turns to you all cast in shadows and it mouths words at you and you can't hear them but you understand what it's saying and it says it's hungry <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> i would like to resign from the podcast no 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 i think you should uh you should come back i think uh now but what dad what are you what are you doing Nat? here come I, on now i don't know i i woke up and i You've got to help me. You've got to help me. Here, course, come with me. No, it's, it, no, it's not real, Nat. What do you mean? It's... It is real, Taro. I looked. What do you mean it's not real? I'm going to... It would have turned into rats by now. Run in. I'm running in with, with the sword, and I'm going to attempt to stab, like, where it is without hitting Nat. Okay. Uh, do I see that? Wait, where, when you say where it is, what do you mean? Like, where Nat's fake dad is. Okay. Uh, roll me an attack. Natalia, your passive perception, I think, is a nine, right? Uh, yeah, it's a nine. It's a nine. You don't hear Taro coming. You're not expecting it because he has pulled back just enough to hold on to your upper arms and he's looking at you with fear and desperation. You've never seen your dad look like this. He's normally kind of, you know, stoic, the one who kind of is, is gentle but steady and firm. And then you do hear movement beside you. What was your... Yeah, 16 plus 4, 20. Yes, you hit it. Roll me. Oh, wait, I hit a thing? Yay! Oh, oh shit. Oh, you shit. You hit it. Roll identify, quick. Oh, my God. Okay, 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 okay. I, no, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> that way um, you can cast a spell. You probably hurt everyone. It was a five damage. Five damage, very good. So your sword sinks into the side of this man, this human man, and he pulls back and he looks at you wide-eyed and he kind of goes, oh, no! And he grabs your arms, Natalia, 
with a force that you have never felt from your father and starts to pull you back towards the curtain. Taro, what are you doing? It's fake, Nat. We've you've got to get out of here. Come, come with me. It's not safe no, here. Dad, I'll, get off. I'll take you home. Is he bleeding? No. Can I say that that is going to make Nerium suspicious enough to yeah, that's run odd. in? Yeah, I'd say that's odd. Yeah, I've seen people get stabbed and they bleed. Yeah. So I would like to run in there and go, what the fuck's going on, Taro? What are we doing? Look look in the mirror. You've got to look in the mirror. I can't see it from here. I don't have dark vision. I, also, I'm really short. Then just help me grab that. We've got to, we've got to get out of here. <sighs> okay. Right, I will sheath my two daggers that I had out and just grab Nat because that seems like the safe course of action at this point. Okay, at that point, Findex also comes running in and kind oh, of... big boy here, big boy here. Bless him. <laughs> awkwardly reaches out and like puts his hands like on your shoulders, Nat, but he doesn't quite like pull. He's not quite sure what's happening. He goes, uh, what's happening? What, what are you doing, Findex? What, what? Dad, stop. What's you... going on? Grab, grab her, Findex. Grab her, you got it. Your father, his fingers, they start to dig into your arms and he is ah. now pulling you hard. Make no. me a strength saving throw. Uh-oh. That's a six. A six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are suddenly pulled forward, but as he pulls you back, the curtain seems to like move again and kind of pulls open just a little. Yeah, she's she's almost certainly pulled by um, Pindex, Tarot, and Nerium. All three of you, inclu- I say three of you, and I also mean me as Pindex. So all <laughs> both of you and me uh, make strength checks to try and pull <gasps> Natalia back. Go on, Pindex. We're banking on you. I got an eight. I got a sixteen, which with my modifier is a fifteen. I lied. I got a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, Tara got a five in total. Tara so, got a five? Who got a five? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Tara got a five. I, got, I lost two for having, like, being in the state of stabbing something. Which yeah. is completely fair, You had a I sword think. in like, one hand, to be fair. I am yeah. stabbing at I this point. I bet Findex. Um, okay, Findex got a five. So, as you all kind of get a, a bit of a grip on Natalia, she is suddenly wrenched forward. No! And you hear the kind of... I guess depending on where you're like holding, like like there's like the the first signs of like fabric being like pulled, nothing comes off, but there's that first kind of <laughs> sign of all of you wow. trying to pull her back. But the strength from from uh, her father drags you forward a good couple of feet, and he starts to pull you back towards the curtain. And you can see in front of you that the curtain is slightly shifted. It almost looks now like there's a gap between the two curtains, but you can't see beyond it. It is totally pitch black. Should we roll initiative? Roll me initiative. I, I want to try and hack its hands off. Can I roll an intelligence check? Yes. Just for for any reason? Or, or a wisdom check? Or for, for what? What are you rolling for? <laughs> Investigation. Uh, Nat's still seeing her father in front oh, of her. Oh, yeah. And even though this is weird shit, I don't think he's put it together yet. Okay, here's your choice. I'll let you roll the better one with disadvantage or the worst one straight. Uh, I'll take the worst one straight. Okay. So this will be a wisdom check. Minus one. Uh, okay, that's a one. <laughs> oh, boyo. This is your dad, who, as far as you know, has never left the village, has never done anything particularly exciting in his life, who is now here in this strange planet terrified and wanting you to go back 
with him. Roll me initiative. Guys, it's just my dad. I got an 18 on initiatives. It's a dex check, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love being a rogue, I've decided. Uh, 21. 21. Uh, Natalia, you roll it too, if you wouldn't mind, just so I see where you fit in. That's a nat one. Oh my gosh, okay. The dice are against you in this one. Was that two ones in a row? Nice. No, that's, that was a two with a minus one. Oh, and I then see. a one with a plus four, so a five. But also a nat one. Yeah. Nerium, you are top of the order. Um, I would like to initially scream, Nat, your dad doesn't bleed! Uh, and then <laughs> shank him. Okay. <laughs> Roll me your attack. Okay. Roll shank. Roll for shank. Roll for shanking. Uh, that's not good. Uh, that is a ten. You rush forward with your dagger, but he pulls again and he takes Natalia another kind of couple of inches <laughs> forward and your dagger just misses him by oh. mere inches. Okay, I will use my bonus action to use my other dagger. Okay. Because they are light weapons. That is worse. That is eight. <laughs> I do nothing of value in this turn. Natalia is really close to him. There's this fear that if you swing too wildly, you're going to hit her and you just don't make these two these two blows. Knickers. <laughs> Okay. He is going to make another strength check against you, Natalia. Um, mm-hmm. Make a strength saving throw because he's going to try and pull you forward again. Eight? Eight? Oh, no. I mean, he only rolled a 12, but he still wins this one. So he, again, there's this pull forward and you are dragged another five foot and you are about 10 foot from the curtain now. You are not far <laughs> from it at all. Taro, it is your go. Um. So how far am I away from them now? Yeah, you're still within five foot because he's only managed to move about five foot with her. And you're holding on. Yeah. Do you reckon I could get, like, in between them? He is. You can try and break his grasp on her, but he is, like, holding her forearms like that and pulling her. So there's, like, a circle of their arms where he's holding, like, her elbows. Okay, so I think Taro actually, like, walks behind or, like, tries to spin behind old man. Okay. Uh, And then he just says, uh, sorry, Nat. And then he casts Thunderwave. Oh! <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's that's... my party trick. My yeah, one it's your spell. party trick. So I think it's going to get all of you because... We're in a small room, right? We're in a small room. Findex is directly behind Natalia. And if Taro's on the left, then Nerium's on the right. So that's going to... I gonna... love it. It's going to hit all of you. So what check do we need to make? Let, let me Google my spell. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's a constitution saving throw. Oh, it's a cons throw. Okay. Cons throw against my... Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think my DC is 13. Wait, no. It's <laughs> it's with my charisma, right? Yeah, pure bard, it's charisma. Okay, yeah, no, it's 14 then. Yeah, it's 14. Okay. Both Findex and Natalia's dad fail the save. So did I. So did I. Everyone fails the save. Roll your 2d8 of thunder damage. That is some good, good thunder dam. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, everyone, you get pushed 10 feet. Yeah. And any and unsecured objects that are in the area also <laughs> get pushed 10 feet. And also there's a thunderous boom, audible to 30, 300 feet. Yeah, okay. Oh shit, there's a thunderous boom. <laughs> oh. Okay, cool. Let's play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> What's your let's damage? Say, let's play alert the fish people. <laughs> oh shit, I have to roll for this, don't I? Hang you on. do, 2d8. It's a whole lot. Seven. In total? Seven in total, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. 
I thought that was the first roll and I was yeah, worried. Yeah, no, we're okay, we're okay, we're okay. It's <laughs> like, shit, we're going down. <laughs> I will say that's over half my HP, so, like, <laughs> it's not, it's not nothing. Okay, you rush behind this figure of Nat's father, and you've got one good magic, and, and you can do this one magic, and without really thinking through exactly what happens with this magic, you push out and you feel that spark going down through your elbows, out through your palms, and there is this of thunder. And although Natalia, Nerium, and Findex see it coming, none of you manage to move out the way of time as this wall of force slams into you and knocks all of you 10 feet back. I'm going to roll a, in fact, Natalia and your dad, they're both, you're both gonna roll strength checks to see if he stays holding on. That is a 17. As this wave of force pushes into you, he actually flips kind of over you and this force is broken as he kind of lands on the ground. I would like one of you to roll me a d4. Uh, I will. I have a d4 in front of me. I got a four. A four, okay. How fortunate. Okay. There is this second of silence where your ears are ringing. There's a noise after this huge wave of sound that almost feels like maybe part of the house kind of like fell down with it. It felt so loud. And as you all kind of pull yourselves together and blink and look up, Nat's dad isn't there anymore. And as this person stands up, you all see somebody with kind of tanned brown skin and this long golden plait of hair. And he's wearing, it's a human man, and he's wearing these light blue clothes. And he kind of staggers back and he turns and he looks lost and confused and hurt and exhausted. And he turns to you, Taro, and he goes, Taro, you're... Where am I? What is this place? This isn't Amejaral. And you see in front of you Shalzek, the nurse from the hospital. You know I'm not falling for this, right? I... I don't know where I am. Where are we? Uh, I want to see if the mirror's still around. Like, did it get knocked off the shelf or something? No, the mirror is still on the wall. Is it, like, a big mirror? It's not very big. It's, like, portrait-sized. I want to, like, grab it and see if I can scan around the room to see if I can see that shape that was there before. Okay, so you scan this room with the mirror, you reach out and you grab it off the wall, um, and Shalzik is starting to kind of stagger towards you. And as you scan it, Shalzik doesn't appear, but you see again this kind of shadowy figure, and again, because that's still holding this candle that hasn't yet gone out being ever-burning that it is, the light's still flickering. It's really, you can't make out the face or the features of this person, but you see it mouth again. It's still hungry. If Taro is moving the uh, mirror and Mm -hmm. is near the candle, can we all see in the mirror now? Yeah, you don't see anything other than the four of you. You don't see this mysterious person with the golden hair, but you don't see anyone else in it either. Uh, Yeah, me and Nat don't see the shadowy figure. No, you only see the four of you. There is no human man, but you don't see the figure that Taro can see as well. Whose turn is it? Uh, I believe that's the end of Taro's go with that. Uh, It is with that Findex's go. Findex is going to make an intelligence check. (laughs) Come on. Okay. He kind of like 
draws his sword and he looks around for guidance and he looks between the three of you and he kind of makes a half move forward like do i am i should i get him kill nat's dad okay it is no longer nat's dad but he's going to run up and attack this thing yeah good boy oh you did it findex congratulations He's a good, good lizard boy. Good We're very boy. lucky to have an actually strong... I mean, Nat's strong, but like, mm -hmm. Findex is a meat shield. Okay, he kind of rushes up to this and you see him turn his sword from like the classic way that a soldier holds his sword to kind of like twisting it so he's holding it more like a dagger. And he doesn't look very practice this this whole vibe of he's really trying but he brings it down with this strength that just sinks into the back of this Yay! human man and he kind of staggers forward and goes oh, oh what um but there's no blood as findex pulls his blade out and he takes a half step back looking a bit wild-eyed and you can see him kind of like breathing heavily and looking around for approval like <gasps> talia it's your go you bastard you come for me you better kill me and then I'm gonna very cool push guy. forward, bring out sword, and strike down my furious vengeance upon it. Okay. 23. Uh, that'll hit. Shit, yeah. <laughs> no, it misses because of magic. That is very cross. A seven damage. Seven damage, very nice. You bring your sword down into the other shoulder blade, and he now has these two big wounds in him that aren't bleeding, but he staggers. And he reaches out uh, for you, Taro, as he staggers. And he is not looking good. He's moving kind of shakily. And he's moving in this kind of jerky way that doesn't look quite human as he reaches out for you. Nerium, it's your go. These large open wounds that aren't healing properly mm -hmm. or bleeding, they don't look anything like that wound that Taro had that wouldn't close. Yeah, they do look like that. Okay, I would like to scoot as far away from Taro as possible okay. <laughs> while still remaining in range of this chap and then I will shank him twice. Okay, yeah. And I will also shout to Nat, yes, good, you've got the idea. <laughs> uh, that first one is a miss. Okay. Yes, second one hits. Okay. okay. That is, uh, yeah, it's 18 plus modifier. So. Yep, that'll hit. Roll your damage. And I believe I have allies in uh, melee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two of them. That's good. Okay, so that's five plus my sneak attack. <laughs> Eight. You rush forward, scooting round Nat, going diagonal from Tara as far as you can get. And your first blade misses because you're coming around. It's dark. There's a candle flickering. You've got this kind of gloomy vision around the edges of it. But this is terrible. This is not very good fun, actually. Um, but you managed to bring your second dagger sort of just like right in where the kidneys are. And you yes. pull and you feel this kind of ripping and tearing. And this wound just kind of opens and opens and opens far further than your dagger could ever actually do. And it staggers forward and it reaches out one last time to Taro and he goes, but I helped you. And then it collapses. And as it collapses and hits the ground, it turns into this almost like worm-like, snake-like thing that has this vaguely human face on the end of it and Whoa. kind of half melts into this puddle. And the curtain <sighs> falls to the ground and rots instantly into dust. And you can see now this, again, untouched looking, lavish bedroom. You see another portrait of these two 
fish creatures, the same ones that you saw downstairs, one sitting in the armchair, another with its arm around him. This very domestic scene of what is clearly a master bedroom. And it's not damaged? No, it looks pristine. That's some Jinjo Ito shit. Fuck. I am going to look down at the uh, dead thing and go, well, at least it isn't rats. I'm going to fall to the floor and sit down hard. I'll go over and pat Nat's shoulder and say, Was that first one, that was your dad then? Yes, it was. Oh, Nat, I'm so sorry. That must have been very upsetting. I'm going to scan around and find the the person in the room again if I can. Gone. Well, looks like dinner time's over. (laughs) (laughs) None of you have any context for that in the the game, by the way. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? You know, because she said it was... Yeah, you know, you saw the the person in the mirror. You remember that? No, the person wasn't in the mirror. That's kind of the point. You didn't see the person. You could only see in the mirror. You could wait. What? No. Tara, what did what did you see exactly? There was a person in the mirror, and there was no one in the room. In the mirror, in the reflection, no reflection. Wait, not you didn't see us. I saw us, but I only saw us four. Oh no, I, I saw us, but. I didn't see, I didn't see that thing. Where was it standing? And actually, it was standing right where Findex is currently standing. Uh, sort of uh, a few meters to your right. <laughs> <laughs> he moves out the way. He takes a couple of side steps, and he goes, "Uh." Yeah, it's not there anymore. But it kept telling me, it kept telling me he was hungry. I would like to shuffle a little bit closer to Nat. Obviously, I am the one comforting her. But at the same time, I'm sticking pretty close. And I'm going to say, um, Taro, this is going to sound like a weird question. Uh, you remember that wound you got when we when we fought the commander? How's how's that healing up? Can I see, have you got a scar or anything there? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, that tea seems to do the trick. Can we, can we see? All right, I guess... Can I show that? Is that not, like, under my armour? You can unbuckle it, the, the like, chest plate, and, like, move your cloak to to lift, like, your very fancy and now looking a little bit needing in need of a wash shirt. All right, I guess I do that, even though that's, like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's, there's I just a... get fucking naked here next to this snake man, dead snake monster thing. I thought Taro thing. never got naked. I thought Taro was an avenue. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, none of this Tara happened. Yeah, look. So... We can check it out later, right? Like, this is still... I'm not going to take my armour off right now. Not after that. No, of course, that's fine. I'm being I'm being irrelevant again, aren't I? Ignore me. We saw it heal up in the morning. Didn't it all heal up? I thought it did, but I don't know if there's a scar or anything. Well, I'm just thinking, because that thing we were we were hitting just then, it, 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 it had big holes in it, and they didn't heal up, and they didn't bleed. And I, I think it was magic, and, I, and, and you're a bit magic, and then you cast that spell, and, and we, we all got a bit hurt actually yeah uh, sorry about it it's just uh i didn't know what else to do uh i want to put down the mirror and pick up my sword which i presumably dropped when i picked up the mirror yeah and okay poke at the dead thing i'd like to insight check tarot okay what are you looking for i want to know if he really didn't know what he was doing and just threw his best spell okay roll me an insight check because nerium doesn't know that 19 Tara, was it your your bet? You are welcome to roll anything you want against it if you feel like you have something to hide. I, I think I can honestly say it's my best spell. He looks pretty honest. He's kind of yeah. He's kind of got that slightly carefree, 
lackadaisical air to him that's yeah. like, yeah, that's what I had. That was my one, <laughs> my one trick, and I thought I better use it. Um, yeah. You also kind of get the sense, I think, with the nineteen, that like Taro moved pretty quickly to defend Natalia. Like there was no hanging back. There was no kind of, yeah. you know, trying to play a mind game. There's a lot of honesty in that kind of. I just panicked, and that's what I had. Good. Oh, that's excellent. I'm glad. That's that's. I I personally am glad, and Nerium is relieved. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I'm actually a DM plant. <laughs> As you poke this dead creature, it is now kind of leaking what looks to be a sort of blood. So there is now some sort of like exsanguation happening. It's leaving a stain on the carpet. Yeah, Findex, you ever see anything like this? No, I hate it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not great. I really hate it. Do you want to stand outside? Would you feel better? I don't want you guys to get attacked again. I think we're all right right now. Maybe you should guard the door then. I can guard the door. I can guard. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. He goes and he like takes up position by the door, straight back, sword in hand, looking out into the hallway. Oh, bless him. All right, you guys can see in this room, like I said, it's a master bedroom. There is one other door in it. And this door seems to be like slightly cracked uh, ajar. I mean, I think we should wait until Nat recovered herself slightly because that was a horrible thing. Sir, thank you for that, Taro. You uh, knocked a bit of, well, you got rid of the confusion and uh, not in the most pleasant way, but I think in a, in a way that really worked. So uh, I, I appreciate that. Oh, well, now we'll be prepared. If I had to guess, I reckon it's connected to that that curtain thing. So I think if there's not one of those about, whatever the hell that was, then... uh... What if we hear scritching and we see a curtain? It's either a normal curtain and a mouse, or a shape-shifting worm that's going to kill us. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. That sounds, sounds, sounds all right. You two magic users, there is now a feeling like the aftermath of a storm in the room you can still kind of feel these hints and touches of magic around you something you're getting slowly more attuned to as you use your own magic and sort of find out more about it but there seems to be an almost depression in this room as if the magic that was here particularly has now dissipated can i just say i'm using really big vocabulary today i've like popped out like three or four words and i've tried i was like dang that's a good word <laughs> i'm really proud of good me stuff. just wanted to and say that and soon we'll get the names right too one step at a time they are very good i am probably using them incorrectly which will add to my charm gary's got a pun here. i don't know if it's it's too late no it's not a pun oh okay um it's laxadaisical oh yeah. what did i say laxadaisial oh i like laxadaisy i thought that was the word well <laughs> it's laxadaisical i guess if you if you like oh. laxadaisy then you lack attention to detail it's fine nobody's gonna hear the difference they'll be listening to podcasts on the bus <laughs> all right you just like daisies yeah, I thought that was. I it. mean, to be fair, I don't think there are many daisies in this place. This is a daisy-free zone. I thought it was like a daisy, like, like, because I thought what it was. You know, like when you make daisy chains, you have to be really concentrated to make them. Oh my god, that's precious. I thought if you lack a daisy, then like you, you're just like free flow and you're just running in the daisy field and you're not concentrating. I'm actually oh, really annoyed from. with you about this because I'm like a daisy intolerant. <laughs> that is a Gary level pun, and I love it. Thank you.
it's me, you be your DM, here to say hello, old chaps, to all of you out there listening to me now. Thank you for listening to me now. I really appreciate it. We really, really appreciate all of you guys listening to us because boy, howdy, you do. And that is awesome and terrifying and fantastic all at once. Thank you so, so much, everybody who listens to the show. Thank you to all the people who tweet about us, who interact with us on Twitter, who reblog, uh, interact with us on Tumblr. I've got a few people that I just want to shout out, as always. I want to say a huge shout out to Kronda, Scully. Becca G, Freddie, Ella, Emma, Rusa, Taisho, Orion, Pangalactic, Pook Pook, which is a great name, by the way, Nerdarchy, Clay, Sydney, Colin, Marty, GM Lay, Artsy Wartsy Spider, great name, by the way, Littlest Legacy, The Mad King and I, again, fantastic name, so many fantastic URLs here, Popliteal Queen, awesome name, don't know how to say that. Caligo Capere, Mythmouse, Fenrat the Thief, The Hovering Brain, and just like so many more. We see you, we love you, we appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. If you tweet about us, make sure you use the hashtag The Mortal Path. If you are tweeting about us or, or messaging us on Tumblr, uh, make sure that you at us so that we can see it because sometimes we miss things and I, I hate to miss things because tagging systems are silly across certain networks um if you do you are more than likely to get a shout out on the show i'm always looking for npc names uh and some of y'all have just great names so uh listen out because you may be in the show um but the best way to ensure that is of course to tweet about us to tumblr about us because then i can see it and we really really appreciate it we don't have any advertising we don't have any sponsors so everything we do we rely on word of mouth so if you enjoy the show we would really appreciate you guys taking the time out to tell someone a friend who maybe listens to a similar type of podcast or um who maybe watches a D stream that you think might be interested we'd really appreciate you guys helping us out and we are so thankful every time you do because it's thanks to you that we have listeners because you're listening hey and as a thank you, we are holding a good couple of giveaways. There is one going on at Twitter at the moment. All you need to do is retweet and follow us on our Twitter account at The Mortal Path to enter for a fantastic set of dice from D and Dice UK. They are great. They fit our color scheme. They are just so cool. So make sure you go and check that out right away. You also really help us out every time you leave us iTunes reviews. I know I always harp on about this, but iTunes is one of the biggest distributors of podcasts. And so everything that you guys do through iTunes really helps us out. Reviews are absolutely amazing. We appreciate each and every single one. So if you have a minute, we really appreciate you guys dropping us a review. And if you have, thank you so much. Encourage a friend too. We are so so grateful. Speaking of more gratefulness, of course, we have to thank our wonderful Orion who is working so hard on writing transcripts. He has currently transcribed episodes one and two. So check out themortalpath.com, which is our website to find all of our transcripts. We are hosting them. Um, but thank you so much, Orion, for all your hard work, dude. You are fantastic. He is currently working on episode three. So I can't wait to read that. 
Um, and a huge thank you, of course, to Rachel Grath, who is our talented composer who wrote our theme music, who wrote Shuttle, the track that played for The Fallen City. Uh, I'm so excited to hopefully work more with her in the future. And as I said before many times, she has recently gotten married to the love of her life and she and her wife are looking to go on honeymoon, but cash is a bit tight. So head over to her band camp. You can find on her website, rachelgraff.com. Also, if you have been there before, she's recently rejigged it. So it's a lot easier to navigate. So check it out again because it looks absolutely awesome. Check out her website, check out her stuff. Her album, Sketching the Rain, is free to download, but you can pay what you want for it. And on that note, I love you all. Goodbye. Enjoy the show. Sorry for the spook. And uh, yeah, see you all next week. Bye bye. Look, um, I get we've got to gather our gather our senses a bit, but I'm concerned about this other door. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's uh, let's move on. Do you want me to stay here? Yeah, I think that's for the best for Dex. Uh, just do what you did last time; it worked out well. Okay. All right. I'll stay here. Right. Okay. Who's going first? Not me. I think Tara will go first. I think Tara is actually feeling pretty good after not fucking up. Okay. Yeah. How do you open this door? Is it like with a big bang or do you like sneak around to have a peek? There's a crack, right? It's a jar. Yeah, it's just like a, yeah. I'm going to look through the jar. Okay. It is a bathroom. You see a toilet. Oh, okay. It's a toilet. Looks like it's an ensuite. <laughs> I think it's an ensuite. I just mashed my head into the fucking microphone there. That was such an important moment of the story. But... <laughs> do you want to give me that one again? It's an ensuite. <laughs> Very good. Miriam says, I like sweets. With more vigour. <laughs> it's an unsweet. <laughs> now, now tell us how Terracles Tarnassian. Uh... Oh, man. God. Well, it's an unsweet. Excellent. <laughs> and now Tarahasi. Well, it's an unsweet. Excellent. Wonderful. You've got the job. How about German? German. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is an unsweet. Oh my god, I need a tarot with that voice. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Oh my At god, some I'm going to lose my shit. That okay. one's, I guess, in the bank now. Um, I'm so excited. Thank okay. you for this voice acting audition, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Congratulations. I'm, I'm not expecting a callback, honestly. Um, I'd like to officially now welcome you to the podcast. Thank you for your hard work. Thanks. I, this is a very long audition, um, but your pay is zero dollars. I'm not hour. getting paid for this. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, oh, I don't know what I'm going to tell my kids. It's for exposure only. So, sorry, Billy. It's it's green again this month. <laughs> right. I say to my child, my son Billy, as I hand him a handful of wheat from the big wheat and sack that sits in. In my so so you guys see this room I'm in right this is this is all I've got this is it <laughs> if I go out of this room it's just like actually what we can't see is behind the computer it's actually just the open road yeah I can only afford <laughs> these two walls and this ceiling that's that's all I've got it's a corner it's a yeah <laughs> I pay I pay a lot of money for a corner actually <laughs> you do have a window which creates more holes <laughs> in your corner <laughs> it does no no look. There's there's quite clearly a curtain in front of that window. There's nothing yeah, there. It's just a curtain. It doesn't move it's behind not going to drag you backwards, is it? Guys, I have to live here. Please don't <laughs> say shit like that. <laughs> and you easily scare 
scared. Do I seem easily scared? Because I am easily oh. scared. <laughs> That's fine. I'll make a note here. More horror. Yeah. Needed. Sorry, guys. Guys, can we play Dungeons and Dragons? It's been it's been literally like fifteen minutes. <laughs> Ed, it's a bathroom. Ed, it's a bathroom. You found a toilet. Congratulations. Ed. Yeah. Yeah, don't... Is your curtain twitching? Fuck no. you. I'm going to stab you over the internet. I'm going to fucking <laughs> dial in. Get my fucking dial up. Connect it in. Because that's all I can afford. Make a fucking TCP knife. And just jack the fuck in and cut you. Is it going to go scary? I'm going to remix that. <laughs> okay, oh my god. You found the toilet. Please, can we move on with the game? We all take a shit to enhance <laughs> realism. Okay. We all yeah. together just take a shit. Just... <laughs> no, no. Nerium charges a lot for that. No. Oh my god. Okay, I, I put my my sword point in the gap of the door and just kind of flick it open gently. Okay, the door swings open. It's a relatively nice looking ensuite bathroom. I think we're good here. Right. Cool. That's, uh, <clears throat> I mean, excellent. <laughs> About how much time has passed From... since we came into the uh, downstairs uh, level? You mean since we like sat next to this door and had like a fifteen-minute diversion? <laughs> I no, no, not that one. Um, when we came down to, I mean, the city levels, have we been here for half a day, a day? How long? Probably about two or three hours, I think, to get down from the fourth, from where you first started. It's now mm. probably about noon. It took you a couple of hours to get down back onto the fourth layer. It took you probably another hour to get from the fourth layer down the, the staircase very carefully to the manor house after debating which way you were going to go. Um, and you've spent probably about 40 or so minutes now in the house itself, with this last bit being maybe about five minutes at the most. So I would like to point this out to my companions and say, I think... We must have covered most of the ground in this building. And if we want to case it properly, we can probably get that done. But if we don't want to camp out here overnight, and under the circumstances, I don't think I do, then we should probably do that as quick as we can and then head back up somewhere safer. I think we've got time. Yeah, I think we've got time, but I think I think I think I definitely don't want to stay anywhere near here overnight. It's only been, what, three hours since sunup? Yeah, I know, but it's like lunchtime now, and if we set off now, we'll be back in good time, but I think we can take a bit more time to look at the look at the rest of this place, but after that, I don't want to go any further in. Not today. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah, let's let's just see the other rooms in this hall, and then, yeah. and then we can talk about it, I think. All right, Tarot, lead on. All right. Okay, I guess that's what I do now. I guess that's my thing. All, all, all right. You go back into the main hall. Findex is in the way. You're right. Findex <laughs> takes a very smart step to the left to let you out the door. I give him a thumbs up. He gives you one back. And then he jumps to the right. <laughs> 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 he gives you he gives you a thumbs up in return. And he he also looks vaguely pleased with himself. He looks like he also might think he's done a good job. He's done a good job. He has. 
So in this hallway, there are two staircases, one that leads up to another floor and one that goes down, but that one going down quite quickly breaks off into rubble. And you get the sense that that one going down is where the front entrance way was collapsed in and it's inaccessible really going down because it's just filled with broken bits of masonry. So you have three doors opposite opposite you. There's also the little kind of guest room that you had a quick peek inside that you're still getting this very faint tinge of magic from. What, which door do you want to go through? What are you going to? If index, uh, pick a number, one to three. Two. All right, two it is. I'll head for the middle door. Uh, you open the door and this room is, again, in perfect shape. Everything in it seems to be just a little bit smaller and you instantly realize that this is probably a child's room. There are drawings on the wall. All the furniture looks like it's just like a little bit smaller, but the thing that catches your eye the most is you put your head in this room is that in the middle of the pillow on the bed is a mask and it is a mask of one of the people that you see in the portrait but this one isn't particularly smiling it's just got like a like a thin line for a mouth and you get this little feeling of something something magical about it in a spoof house i think tarot's feeling i think a bit brave now after okay. finding something. Even though it was scary, he's, he feels like he can take it. So he's just going to go up and uh, get right up close to it and just pick it up. Okay. It's lightweight. You get, as you pick it up, there's that little tingle in your fingers, that twitch of magic. And Findex, who's sort of in the doorway of this room, kind of looks over and goes, Oh, I don't like that very much either. So who's in. Don't put it on. Who's in the room? Findex is like at the door. It's just you in the room, but Findex is at the door. Oh, well, if Taro's gone in, I'd like to follow him in. Okay, you can quite easily traverse yeah. under Findex's legs and just, like, walk in, because he's a very big lizard man. Does... Do I think Nerium's seen me pick up the mask? I think you're holding it as Nerium walks in. Am I not, like, between Nerium and the mask? Like, because I just went to pick it up. I've got... I mean, my passive perception's 15, but if you want to roll to sleight of hand or something... I think you see that Findex... Uh, sorry, I think you see that Taro is holding something, but if you've got your back... Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah, if you've got your back to uh, that to the door, then they, they can't see what you're holding. You're just kind of... You've just picked it up. Actually, also, as soon as Nerium twigs that this is a child's room, she's going to look for a wardrobe. Okay, there is one. I would like to raid the wardrobe for clothes that might be my size. Okay. I think I think Taro is uh, while Nerium's doing that. I think he just says, "Hey, Nerium, <laughs> I don't think I can control it anymore." And then I'm gonna hold the mask up to my face and turn around to Nerium. You absolute bastard. Okay, that's that's fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Roll a d6, Taro. A d6. Oh no, that's a bad <laughs> roll. Oh, three. Okay. As you pick up this mask and you turn to Nerium and you put it over your face, what are you thinking of? Are you thinking of like this particular like fish creature? Yeah, from the pictures. Okay, so what happens is, uh, Nerium, as you kind of pick out these really nice bits of clothing, actually, like really fine materials, delicate stitching, um, and you hear... Taro say something you turn around just in time to see him hold this mask to his face and there's this first shock of horror and then Taro you feel this of magic against you and Taro's whole self transforms into 
this creature and it grows a little bit it looks kind of gangly and thin with these glowing yellow eyes and it grins i mean i start screaming a lot okay i take the i take the mask off now okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually does tara notice that he's like visibly turned into something or does he just think he's put a mask on and played a funny prank make me an intelligence check oh my forte 13 I rolled a 12, I'm going to say, because that's above a 10, I do not wet myself. Okay, thank you for that But it roll. was a close thing. I'm glad you elected to check to pee-pee. <laughs> I started coming in past um, Findex as soon as I heard the scream. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of, and, and Findex also has kind of gone from looking like he's relatively self-assured to immediately kind of cowering against the wall and going, ah, and he is screaming at pretty much the same level and frequency as Nerium <laughs> and his sword is shaking like in his hand. Mine is much higher pitched. Mine is more of an. Ah! Thank, Thank you, you for, for that. that. I love that. I'm gonna have such fun. I'm gonna have to find that before I run my compressor, because, <laughs> my compressor even, because it's going to fuck it up. Thank you. Love that. <laughs> love the good noises. With a 13, as you put the mask on and you feel this kind of of magic across your face, there's this kind of weird pulling and tightening to your skin that feels kind of weird and like almost like. You know when you get like really cold and it feels like your skin kind of like tightens a bit around your skeleton? It kind of feels like that. But as you pull it off, you feel this kind of release of magic and you guys watch as Taro reappears. Oh, wait, that's... Uh, I don't know what's going on there. It's some magic with that thing, I think. You absolute fucking bastard. You ever, ever pull shit like that again? I'm... <laughs> Oh, come on, it's just a mask. And I'm going to start crying. It's just a mask. You won't fool us again, thing. And I put my hand up and get ready to blast. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, it's it's me, Nat. It's still me. It's just a mask. Just look at... Prove it. Findex takes a half step. He is kind of half blocking between you two. Like, he's not quite sure if he wants to really, really take this potential <laughs> eldritch blast, but he's also quite not sure that this is exactly what's going on. Pro- prove it how? You thought that other thing was your dad. How can I prove it better than that? I, I saw him pick something up from the bed and, and put it on. I've seen him this whole time. And you guys see that he is still holding this 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 face. Wait, it's look, it's it's just a it's just a wooden mask. Why are you so afraid? I'm gonna wipe my nose and turn to Nat and say, He's no, it's him, it's him. He's an idiot. He's not He's not a secret fish person. He's he's just a fucking idiot. And that mask turns... It's not a mask, Taro. It, it's, it did something. It made you into a thing. And I just... I think we're having a hard enough time already in this house. And I don't need you doing things. <laughs> Findex starts to come over to you. And he's kind of like wringing his hands a bit. And he kind of like puts one on your head. But it's like so big that like his whole like fingers just like go around. He's like, he's like, no, it's okay. It's okay. Don't. I scream. Uh, no, not not so much noise. He's trying to comfort and doing a bad job. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, that is, to be fair, reasonable payback for that time when I poked him in the knee while he was watching his uh, dead body fly off a cliff. Do you want a piggyback again? Would that help? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm going to go, no, no. I'm fi- Thank you for next time. 
<sighs> I really appreciate the uh, effort that you went to there in an attempt to comfort me. That was very kind of you, Findex. I think maybe if you could go and um, help Nat and Taro deal with the magic thing over there. I've just got, I've got lots of holes in my dress and it's quite bloodstained and I'm going to look for something else to wear. And if it's all right, I'd like to do that on my own. Thank you. He nods throughout the entirety of that monologue. <laughs> And then at the end, he turns and he kind of takes a couple of steps back towards uh, you and and you and you towards Taro and Natalia. <laughs> uh, Taro, I think I've uh, perhaps shouldn't play with the things we find here. Let's uh, as much as I have been put the mask <laughs> in the bag. I think I'm going to hold on to it. Okay, in that case, don't use it on us. All right. Is this um? What's actually like? Attaching, like, does the mask have like, is it just like a, a thing, or does it have like some some like string on it or something? It doesn't have any string, and when you put it to your face, there was this minute where it felt like it kind of tightened over your face. The same with your skin tightening, and then you pulled it off. Oh god, I don't like it. I don't like it, and yet a part of me is really curious to know whether it would make a very very small fish person. <laughs> uh, have I got like anywhere I can like tie it onto my arm or anything, just so I can keep it handy? No but there are plenty of things in the room you could use to make a makeshift bag the same as Natalia has. Okay. Pillowcase. Endlessly useful. Pillowcase. There's a pillowcase. Is it frilly? It's a little bit frilly. Nice. So I think actually I want to get like a... I think I want it more handy than that. So I want like a kind of like somewhere I could get it really quickly. Okay. So could I like like get like tear off some strips of a pillowcase and just like tie it to my shoulder or something? Like yeah, tie it to my absolutely. Arm? Yeah. You, you spend a couple of minutes doing that and it is now sort of like tied to your shoulder is it grinning at us from his shoulder no it's got like a flat line of a mouth it doesn't seem to have uh it's not smiling it, it looks pretty blank nice empty eyes yeah pretty soulless yeah um, great. there's still great. there's still a little crackle of magic from it it feels a little bit lessened it feels like that magic level has gone down a little bit what are you guys doing? You, Nerium, you find some beautiful items of clothing that look like they will pretty much fit you. They're going to be a little tight in some places. The sleeves are a little long. I, if I can find some big enough shirts and things and some nice... I mean, it's going to be trousers, but some sort of breeches and top that's clean at least. Yeah, you absolutely find a, a good selection of clothes that, that will fit you, albeit not the best. You could probably tailor them a bit later to make them fit better. It could be skirts. You don't know. Uh, do I find any skirts? Yeah, there's a mix. Oh, is there? Oh, well, I'd rather have skirts. There you go. A completely different culture. Yeah, you found a good mix of clothing. Oh, good. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, yes. No, I don't want to be wearing trousers. I'd much rather have skirts. Okay. Is there a nice pinafore? Yes. Excellent. That's what I'm in. Okay, so what are you guys doing? Look, I think somebody else should leave. Just lead. I will stuff my new clothes into my bag okay. uh, and I'm buoyed by my successful looting spree I will go into the next room. Had a good little cry that that would have helped. Yes yes, I'm also feeling like I'm going to go into the next one first, god damn it Okay, so you turn and you go into this next room and you crack the door open. Are you going stealthily? Stealth, 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 stealth. Okay, roll me stealth, yourself Stealth, stealth, stealth. That's a fucking do <laughs> uh but I have a plus eight, so it's a ten. You are very quiet, but the door squeaks as you push it open. Damn. Um, but looking in, again, because it's dark and your eyes aren't quite as good as, as Taro's, it looks like another child's room. Again, it looks like there's small furniture. The only thing is that there's this kind of odd glow coming from one of the, around the edges of one of the drawers in this bedside cabinet. Kind of very pale, blue, greenish glow. 
I would like to call Nat and say, Nat? Yes? Uh, are you getting the fizzies from this drawer over here with the blue glow around it? Ooh, let's take a look. You do get the fizzies. I am getting the fizzies. I will follow Nat over there uh, with her candle. Tara would also like to come into the room. Okay. I open the drawer. As you open the drawer, there's this collection of almost what look like little statues, little carved or little um, molded figures. There seems to be little uh, chairs and tables. It looks like a little collection almost of a mixture of doll furniture and other things. And there seems to be a and there's this collection of pretty rocks and one of them in the middle is just pulsing with this green bluish light green and blue this bluey green light so definitely no red in there there's no red in there some kind of turquoise yeah that's a good word i slowly reach out and touch it okay it's a little bit warm in your hands it is very hot in this house again you are working like 30 degrees celsius but it seems to be a little bit warmer than the rest of them you get that little tinge of magic i pick it up and i i try and try and figure out what it is can I roll a arcana or something? Yeah, roll me an arcana check. Three. Oh no! <laughs> um, it's it's okay. It's magical. You are starting now to feel a difference in magics. You are starting to understand that there are different feelings to it, and this one feels not quite like the one in the other room. But you haven't got a good enough grip yet to do anything more than be like, well. It's a magic, but it's a different magic. Well, um, I've looked at this, and I don't have a fucking clue. Any thoughts, Taro? Well, great, great assessment there. Okay. All right, Taro's rude now. That's his new thing. He's rude. <laughs> no. Between that and the last room, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to shove it somewhere. <laughs> if you keep on. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to it. All right. Or you. That's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I suggest that you just keep a hold of that and we go check out the next room. How about that? Fine. Is that all right? Yes, fine. Cool. Your turn to go first, Nat. Of course. Of course it is. Oh, no, wait. It's Findex's yeah. turn. We should let Findex have a turn. Findex has been really doing... You've been killing it, Findex. Uh, I mean, literally, you did. You killed it with a, with a knife. I don't think I did. I think that was Nerium. No, you contributed, pal. Nerium would like to chuckle quietly. <laughs> He gives you a little side eye. He goes, "I, if you want me to go first, I, I will, I will go first. Yeah, you have a turn. Come You'll on. You'll be right behind me, right? Of course. Oh yeah. Like friends. Friends. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. I can do that. And he turns and he walks down the corridor and he puts his hand on the door of the the final room on this side, and you see him take a deep breath and then he opens the door, and he looks in. Are you guys, like, right behind him? Are you also seeing... I am, yeah. I'm right behind him, definitely, yeah. It looks like another guest bedroom. And he takes a half step in, and you can see that there's a fair amount of bookshelves in this room as well. There's um, one book, like, on the floor, like, right in front of him. And he reaches down, he picks it up, and he looks at it. (laughs) He looks at it, and he kind of nods his head, and then he goes and collapses to the floor and just passes the fuck out. Huh. He doesn't hit any of us on the way down, does he? No, he goes forward. Whoa! <laughs> okay. Wow. That's index. He's 
He's just snoring gently on the floor. I, w- I would like to turn to Nat and say, all right, okay, the tankard notwithstanding, I don't like the magic that we're finding in this house. Uh, I think it could be put to some good use. It's just uh, knowing how to handle it. Yeah. I'm going to take a step into the room uh, and then go look down at the book. And then just before I pick it up, I'm going to quickly make eye contact with Nerium and then pick it up. I'm going to hold <laughs> eye contact with him. Okay. Do you look at the book, at like the pages? I do um, now, yeah. Okay. It is in a language you don't recognize. Make me a constitution saving throw, please. I don't really know what I'm doing anymore. I'm just kind of fucking around. <laughs> anymore. It's been a long day, to be fair. Uh, I'm in 11. <laughs> 11. Okay. Neri, if you watch as Taro, like, crouches down, pulls the book from Findex's hand, gives you, like, the fucking eyes, looks at the book, <laughs> and then immediately... <laughs> passes out like kind of on top of Findex and just passes the fuck out and is face down snoring on the floor holding this book (laughs) I look at Nat and I say well we did say we preferred him like that didn't we we did yeah I will never stop going in how how about we uh get some cloth cover that up yep close it and hide it in a bag I think that's an excellent idea. I will go and fetch a pillowcase okay. because they are useful for everything. Drop it in a pillowcase and hand it to Nat and say, you're good with books, I think. Ah, thank you. Make me a dexterity check just to make sure that you are able to close the book and pillowcase it without <laughs> looking at it. Okay, well, I'm doing that bit because I'm... Yeah, that's a nat 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, in cre- as somebody maybe who's used to handling indelicate things, you managed to very delicate, <laughs> delicately close this book, pillowcase it, wrap it. And hand it to Nat. Natalia, you can now add to your inventory that you have <laughs> you have a, a book of boredom uh, with a <laughs> DC nice. of 14 to not pass out and fall asleep. Dang, that's a useful thing. Didn't you roll 13? I think I rolled 11. All right, okay. Findex rolled a, a 13, actually, which was just, just low enough <laughs> to pass out. That's brilliant. I love these items. <laughs> We've we've got we've got a tankard of cold beverages, a mysterious hat, and a book of boredom. Fucking a. That's very good point. Neria, Findex's head is at a kind of like you know like a sleeping angle. That hat is still very firmly on his head, <laughs> in a way that doesn't kind of look like it's it should be able to be on his head. Ah, oh, I mean, I did used to share a room with a workroom with a milliner. Can I investigate that hat? Yeah, roll me an investigation check. I'm fucking. I, I'm terrible you can, at so, these. Okay, you can roll me an investigation check, or you can roll me an Arcana check at disadvantage. Uh, well, they are exactly the same, so I will take my twelve investigation. It looks like a pretty normal hat. There doesn't seem to be any buckles or straps, and actually, the angle it's at, there is no way it should be on his head because he's got a pretty like smooth head, and this hat is just sitting on top of it, but like to the side. Before we wake these two sleeping babes, mm-hmm. you know how Taro said that that hat wasn't magic? Yes. I, I I, don't suppose you would be able to tell if it's... Uh, well, no, he said it was magic, but it made you look super good. I don't feel like Spindex looks super good. Admittedly, you know, perhaps for the standards of his particular race, he's uh, drop-dead gorgeous right now. I don't know. But... I've got to say, that hat sits very funny on his head. You know. Do you think 
you might be able to find anything out about that. So it does. Uh, let me let me try. I'll walk over mm-hmm. and I'll put my hand on this hat mm-hmm. and I'll attempt to remove it. Okay. You pull this hat and his whole head just comes up. The hat does not move. Hmm. As if it has been glued atop his crown. Well, looks like Findex has this hat now. <laughs> Doesn't he, though? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a glue hat, then. <laughs> a glat, if you will. A mere... A glat. It's just a mere glat. That's all it is. It's just a glat. It's just, it's just a, very... a poor lizard with a glat a... trying to make his way in a hard world. A common or garden glat. <laughs> Where did you get that black Where did you get that? Anyway. It's a very sticky hat. It's a sticky hat. What the fuck? Where are you getting these items from? It's a a plus two sticky hat of stickiness. Don't want to hear about the sticky hat. Don't want to hear it. I think Tara's very interested in Findex's sticky hat. Tara wants a sticky hat. Tara's asleep. You can't do yeah. this to him while he's while he's kipping. Yeah. He's getting some Z's. Cutting mad Z's. I kind of want to arrange them before they wake up. Nah, you're strong. Go on. It'd be funny. We could. Nat is going to just look serious for a second and then just like break and do it like a childish giggle. Um... Now we killed your dad, remember? We killed your dad. <laughs> Literally, you're asleep. Remember the trauma? Remember the trauma? Where'd that go? I, you know, I think you... That's being suppressed. Yeah, she needs a break. This is the shock acting Something up. cheerful. Have you considered taking a nap? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, what are you doing? I'm going to slowly drag um, <laughs> Tarot. Um... <laughs> Next to Findex, okay. and then put like arrange them like in a recovery position, facing each other with an arm around okay. each other, nose to nose. <laughs> I hope I don't have to make a strength check for this, but I would like to sort of lift one of probably Taro's legs because they're lighter, and like curl it over so that there's like a leg across. There's a proper cuddle happening, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, a prop. Yeah. They're both very asleep. Uh, it takes you maybe about five or so minutes to, to do this gently. Um, but you, you I'm sorry, uh, you managed to get them into a cuddle. A compromising a, cuddle. W- yeah. Excellent. We don't have cameras in this world, no. but that's, I can hold the memory forever. <laughs> we get a piece of paper. That's the, that's the sketch. Excellent. <laughs> Are you going to do that? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Alright, they're still kipping though. What do you what do you want to do? I turn to Nat and I say, I suppose we could take a short rest. Uh are you sure? You were the one who didn't want to stay out too late. I mean I didn't. It's magic sleep though. Do you think we can wait? Uh I wanna try. Alright. But like before we do, mm-hmm. tell them that we we wanted to let them have a bit of a rest because we didn't understand what was going on and they got themselves into that position. <laughs> It's your thing. Awesome. Right. I will go up behind um, Findex and shake his shoulder. I'll do the same thing to Taro. <laughs> you give them both a good joggling, huh? Okay. Uh- <laughs> Return of the joggle. Very. Uh, yeah, good. nice callback there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, both of you make me constitution saving throws. Oh, what? By both of no, you. No, not you. Sorry, I meant me as Findex again. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Listen, Findex is just like so real to me. Like I just like imagine he's, he's like standing player. opposite me. He's... Like I imagine like I've got a VR goggle and it's it's Findex. And it's a big yellow lizard. It's a big big yellow lizard. That's your fursona now. You realise? Oh god. Okay. It's all of our fursona. Our shared fursona. We're all Findex mine. here. I rolled okay. a eighteen. Okay, Taro, you are in this kind of dark void that feels deeper and darker than any sort of dream and you know when you dream and you kind of know you're dreaming but you're not quite awake and you can't quite wake up there's this sense of almost being trapped in this darkness and then your vision kind of shifts a little bit and it almost seems to stretch and pull and you sink down and you see these layers of stone and building going down further and you see this huge kind of building stretching out before you one that seems to take up this just enormous amount of space and you hear this kind of almost like a a heartbeat in your ears something slow and steady and you hear (laughs) this soft sobbing noise from this center darkness in this huge building and then suddenly your shoulder is being like forcefully pushed and you kind of blink awake and Findex's face is like right fucking there and he's kind of blinking too and he like like you know like when cats wake up and they've kind of got this weird angle going on he's kind of going like that as you are also being (laughs) joggled and you see uh who was joggling Findex? You see kind of Nerium like just peeping over like the top of the shoulder. (laughs) These two little like gleaming eyes looking down at you. Did you have a nice dream?